0: Welcome to Backyard Boards and Beer, a rink building podcast. We are in no means authorities on rink building, but the three of us have a ton of experience with our completely different rink setups. Consider us your outdoor rink therapists, so grab a beer and let's get into it. Welcome back, episode 22. It's a good number, guys. Great number. Everything goes through 2 2.
1: Is that somebody's sweater number? It might be. I think the foundation of the Uncle Jimmy's
2: Unicorn Farm defensive armament right there. Well, you know,
0: they say championships are made on defense.
2: They do say that. Do they? They do. That hasn't happened for our team.
1: No, no.
2: But it's not because of 2-2.
1: I I love, kind of (laughs) self-deprecating. Everything goes through
2: 2-2. He's humble. I mean, if there's one word to describe Eric on the ice, it's humble. It's humble. Humility. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 Good enough. Right, Doesn't so want to show anyone
0: up. So the other, the other day when we were coming to record the podcast here at the uh, barbecue supply company home studio, uh, I, I wanted to bring something to eat. And I know, Mike, I know how you feel about noises. So I was trying to figure out a food that you could bring that wouldn't make noise. Jello. I had gummy bears. Was okay. really where I went. Yeah, maybe some sort of a crustless key lime pie, a pudding, pudding. So, yeah, <laughs>
2: you guys in the ho- you guys sound like you're in the home. Like, any, really?
1: Any sort of smoothie.
0: I think. Hold well, on. Um, let me take
2: my teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> but it
0: can't make noise. I mean, I was trying to. Like, I wonder, like, oh, what if I bring like cheese and crackers?
1: And I'm like, oh, Michael hates crackers. Oh yeah. I mean, you might as well bring like a bag of Lay's and then
2: unopen it, <laughs> reach
1: down into it.
2: Really crush his soul. Bring your sandwich. I mean,
0: that's why I cracked my can of turbulent dynamics from Amorphic Brewing before the episode started.
2: Solid, man. Yeah. 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 was that beer?
0: It's pretty good.
2: Yeah? Good.
0: You guys got to get back on board.
2: Yeah, we will
1: do, man. we Will do. All right. What do we got going on today? Oh, you guys could hear that still, couldn't you? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You're just following all the broadcast. I need, I need like three.
1: Is it like three coasters is enough? Uh, we're not on the table. You know, whatever. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Does that still make noise? Hold on. Oh, I'm, I can almost guarantee. Eric's just down. Oh. It, yeah, no, you you set it down as gentle as a feather as you could. Man. But that's not going to stop the next time when you raise it up to the bottom of the table.
2: And then hit the bottom of the
1: table.
0: And it's drop on the, it. it.
2: It's on the floor now. My money is he kicks it over the next time he shifts. No, no,
0: no. I know where it is. <laughs> all right. All right. We got we got a guest. We, were, uh, we threw out we, – again, we threw out – under the forums looking for guests to be on the show, to talk ODRs. And we have Jerry Dove. Jerry Dove, how you doing?
3: I'm doing very well, fellas. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Jerry, do you want to tell us where you're from and a little bit about your ODR?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I'm from southwestern Ontario. So I live about uh, 10 minutes uh, northwest of the city of London, Ontario. And a little tiny, not uh, kind of a farming community. So I, uh, I've been building a rink here. We're just on the south tip of the snow belt off Lake Huron. So I uh, started building rinks for my uh, little guy with a kid from Costco when he was six. And uh, I'm sorry, he was four actually. And he just turned uh, 15 or earlier this year. So I built the rinks for some time. And I learned that, uh, yeah, ice can be kind of finicky, but I just grabbed the nice rink kit from uh, Costco and uh, had pretty good success for a couple of years with that. And then uh, that's my original ODR. And then I've uh, made a pretty substantial investment here just before the pandemic into a much more substantial rink uh, that's a little bit different than the average. So I will uh, let you guys ask me what you want about that rather than just... Blasting it out in your podcast, you're in charge
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's in charge here. <laughs> if anyone is Mike, shout out to nice rink.com, though. I love that. One of my favorite companies.
0: So, you started with a nice rink and then you moved on, and now you you build it. You're a, a build from scratch guy.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of a, I don't know. I guess I'm a, <laughs> I grew up in the country as a farmer by trade, and my mother tried to make us rink through we a little. And uh, so now I have, uh, Actually, a full synthetic rink uh, that I purchased uh, a number of years ago and invested in the. You have to put a fair bit into the base of it, so I did that, and then I, uh, yes. Yeah, so now I have a twenty by forty, which is the same size as my original nice rink. I've got a twenty by forty uh, full boards, and uh, I got to get some netting, but uh, full board synthetic rink for the, the place where I'm at.
1: Yeah, we were we were looking at your uh, your setup. Um, we we all had questions on the synthetic ice part. You want you want to talk yeah. us through that a little bit? Um, how, how does it function compared to to real ice? What what challenges do you find with it? What are some successes?
3: Yeah, it's a good question. We're probably on like the third or fourth generation of the uh, synthetic ice, and uh, the reason that's important is because. The uh, the improvements have made in the polymer that they use. I'm not a plastics or an engineer by any means, but uh, basically the original ones your skates would get really hot and dull in a hurry for the kids. And uh, I think I'm on the fourth gen, and all that means is that uh, a couple things. Number one, your skates, it's a self lubricating polymer, so that might sound like I know what I'm talking about. I really don't. <laughs> this is the box in, but. Uh, <laughs>
2: That sums it up. Basically, our podcast. means that
3: the it means that the, the plastic polymer that are four by four sheet, the plastic polymer, it is. It's got some kind of a lubricant injected in it. I, the only thing I can talk to you about is I'm a stone as well, and you can get. They're called oil like bushings for the stone wheel. and basically, the more you move that bushing, there's lubrication in the material, just like the ring. In English, what it means is the kids the kids' skates don't get anywhere near as dull. And more importantly, you can actually skate backwards on this synthetic rink, which is you can't do with all the older materials. Oh, uh, just the way, yeah. So it's a pretty big improvement. Yeah, I, I was trying to use it for
1: so noticeable improvement oh, right? over previous generations.
3: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you guys are what? Milwaukee, you said? Yep. Yeah. I can't remember where it came from. I think it's south of you a fair bit, but, but uh, yes, it's. Uh, they put some time and thought into it. That's for sure. It wasn't, they don't give it away, but, uh, that's where I'm at.
2: For perspective, what is the most advanced generation now relative to what yours is? How many different generations have come after the fourth generation you're using?
3: I haven't looked at it, to be honest. Uh, I, I think that cost wise, it's probably peaked right where mine is, but that is a guess. I'm not arrogant trying to tell you that I have the, the best rank on earth, <laughs> but, uh, my understanding is they haven't done much uh, with it because they got it figured out pretty quickly to get to where mine is, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, and that was purchased in uh, 2019. So just to give you some timing on um, it's not brand new by any means. And then so it gives you a set, they claim if you were using it every day, that would give you seven years per side of the surface of use uh, before there's major deterioration. So it's basically a 15 year investment.
0: So do you, do you? I mean, obviously, then you keep it up year round to play on. Then
3: that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So your worst case, I was in a, a kind of a uh, yeah. I read a book, and it's not an uncommon book. It's by Malcolm Gladwell, it talks about putting ten thousand hours in anything. Yep. And uh, that's true. Whether you, I'm a financial planner, I've been for a while, and only bringing that up because any profession takes ten thousand hours and even in Ontario anymore. Like I think this year, you know, I follow a lot of the forums on Facebook or whatever, and I even the luckiest people might've got a week of ice out of their, their home rink. And it's not, it's not, um, uh, it's labor intensive, right? To maintain a rink, even when do you get it going? So, uh, what I'm getting at is yes, yeah, it can be used year round. I was on a heavily kind of wooded lot before, so I would get some, uh, like, kind of sap and stood off the trees in the state park in the surface. So there was some maintenance to keep that clean. But other than that, it's a year-round service. That's correct. So, so you can start to chip away at your uh, 10,000 hours if you want, whether you want to do that playing hockey or whatever I got a couple of young kids. If they turn that into that or something totally different, I don't really care. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, they learn the they learn the lesson. You got to commit some time and effort to think to make make good on it. So that's what I did. It
2: so, so tell us a little bit about the design that's underneath the synthetic ice. It looks like you've got kind of like a decking, uh, you know, like floor floor joist type situation, and then in the corners, you've got um, what look like you know four to six foot bracketing just in the corners what's the purpose of, of the corner setup you got going on
3: yeah no problem i i don't know i kind of like to be a bit creative so i was in a i mean if problem is all year round is you, your neighbors aren't gonna be your best friend if you have kind of a ugly looking thing hanging out there yeah
0: right. we've, so, we've, all, we've all learned that
3: yeah i know for sure i get it i mean i had one years ago when it was a windy winter and the ice didn't take and the carbs back there rattling in the distance i'm sure i wasn't the most popular guy in the street so i thought you know what basically to answer your question directly basically you build a, a deck it's all it is, is a deck a glorified deck so i thought okay hopefully the township doesn't hear this but if, uh, <laughs> if i put it on deck, de- uh, deck blocks then i can have it and then if there's ever an issue i can just say oh it's temporary and I had no idea and whatever. And then also I put those posts up in the corner. They're actually uh, weathered. uh, I bought them on purpose. They're weathered six by sixes. And the reason I bought them was because, uh, like I said, I lived in a bit of a wooded area. So I put those up versus a brand new kind of a green pressure treated sitting there. And, uh, And then I put, you know, proper powder coated black brackets on the corners to make it look a little bit less like an ice rink and more like a guy with an oversized deck in his backyard. (laughs) And then, uh, originally, guys, I just put uh, 24-inch centers on the joists, and then I just had my kids skate around on that, but uh, the older boy got a little bigger. Uh, The the panels or the sheets of the synthetic ice are quite strong. I bet they're 50 pounds a piece, but uh, they were dipping a little bit, and I wanted some give to it, but not a lot, so then I took in got some three-quarter osb boards that have a like a tongue and groove set up i hand stained them all and then i put that under the surface and that solidified it so we can work on how to shoot from some leverage off your skates in various positions so that's that's the surface other than that it's basically a big party deck with an ice rink sitting on top of it
2: (laughs) i love that the party rink
0: so do you do you do you flood over top of the synthetic ice in the winter, or do you just skate on the synthetic year round?
3: That's a good question. I never have. There would be very little stopping from doing that. I just basically put a sheet inside the boards and away I go. But no, I've never done it. I've never flooded it yet. Hmm. So uh, you can get a you know you can get a sheet bulk sheets for a very low price. there'll be nothing yeah. stopping that. I just haven't have made the attempt to do it yet.
1: Is there is there a difference between cold weather skating on
3: that and warm weather? Yeah uh, Yes, I would say I was surprised because I had the same question because obviously I'm not a chemistry or physics wizard, but I know that heat expands things and so I, I, uh, I did leave the boards kind of floating. But to be honest with you, it's such a dense material from a skating perspective, no, If I, if I stayed in July, uh, no trouble, but you definitely, it's more like real ice, the colder that it gets.
1: Interesting.
0: So when you, when you started this back a few years ago, did you, were you with synthetic ice your first year and you kept upgrading the synthetic every year to where you are today?
3: Mm-hmm. No, I started with, uh, uh, real ice in, or natural ice, this nice rink kid in about 06. So that took me what, 12 years, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then I just thought, well, just to be honest with you, it's just time, right? Yeah. Not just time putting it up, but time of skating. Like you kind of, I don't know. I think with kids, at least my attempt was that if you kind of just let them have a little fun and not realize they're actually learning and working and yeah, they'll just do well with it. So I started, yeah, I just took, the, about 10, 12 years with, uh, natural ice. And it was always pretty good. I thought you're really good winners, but, uh, Anytime you get a saw at all, I didn't realize how finicky it is to re-express. You have a whole different type of ice sheet the second time it freezes, right? You got a different, you know, might be more porous, might be. So you you, you never know what you're getting. Uh, now, I did use hot water or warm water on my rinks, but uh, this one is also more consistent because obviously you know what you're getting. Yeah. How
0: are your, how do you, how do the kids feel going from Like ice to the synthetic. Do they, can they, is it a big difference for them or do they not, is it like negate itself in in
3: their minds? Uh, That's a good question. I, the oldest boy, I took a long time to get him to realize that your feet pay the bills in hockey or your feet have to move first. (laughs) Uh, The the advantage of a, the advantage of a synthetic surface is a glide. You know, it's probably, it's probably about, I was going to say 30%, but I bet you glide almost 50% of what you do on ice. Okay. So the transition is is a positive one. It means that I didn't get there and tell them to work on ankle angle and that knee shit angle and stuff. I didn't bother with that or anything, but uh, there's more glide for sure, and it would be it would be a bit harder or more abrupt to push off of. So when you go to natural ice, it's a pretty natural – or sorry, real ice, it, it, it is a natural progression. Uh, in a positive way,
0: we got to ask you are you on an air Force base?
3: What's up with all of the air traffic going overhead? oh no i'm 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 walking down the street to maintain my uh, uh, fitness for the night. That's all I'm doing. Sorry, I'm walking by a, a road, but I am on earbuds. I'm I'm uh, old, so didn't the sound better, but that's all right. I'm almost out of that traffic area so. <laughs> we,
0: we we thought the Blue Angels were doing aerial maneuvers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're
3: like we're like uh-huh. what is
0: this ranking in- and <laughs> hang on
3: a minute. The national anthem is next. Just hang on. Fella. Oh man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every, every night when we skate, we have a flyover by a stealth bomber, <laughs> and then we say thank you for coming. Oh, no, that'll
3: mess her up. I'm no, I was in we don't mess around here. out there. Obviously not. Yeah, Canadians are my favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, the prime minister will be walking by in ten minutes, so you want to know who he
2: is. No, <laughs> I love that it took us fifteen minutes to address the elephant in the room.
0: Canada is such a tight community, you know. You've got stealth bombers and the prime minister all within a
2: just lovely, just lovely people. Those Canadians, They're all lovely. That's what
0: they say about the Canadians.
3: <laughs> That's it, yes. <laughs> I'm in the middle of farm country. There's nobody here whatsoever but a couple of cars, so I apologize. Go ahead, face oh. alive? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we're still recording. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Uh, you asked about go maintenance going into a yeah. different season. Thanks for doing so. Uh, definitely just, uh, yeah, just uh, I mean, it's nice, right? If you get a leaf, as you're well aware if you guys have done about, I minutes, mean, you get a leaf. We can, leaves. Uh, sorry?
0: Yeah, oh, we we know about leaves.
2: Leaves are the enemy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it burns a hole in your your surface, obviously, right? Yeah. It just sits on top, and you can... I put two doors in, two opposing doors, so you can just blow it off with a uh, leaf blower, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, coming into the spring, nothing that I can think of, um, other than the obvious, like I said, if there's some, like... For whatever reason, I had some... I think they're walnut trees, that uh, it just kind of produces shit. And it doesn't matter... But it's again, of course, six million walnuts fell on top Get over that. But uh, yeah, the little, I don't know what you call it, that, but it got in the skate grooves and I just pressure washed it, which I don't mind doing. I mean, there's enough investment Oliver sheets you want.
0: I feel like, I, I, think, I think the question I'm going to ask, Mike probably has the same thing in mind that I'm going to ask is like, when you have now a party, do you like roll AstroTurf over your fake rink or do you just put the picnic table <laughs> right on top of it?
3: I will now. Thanks to my Milwaukee friends. <laughs>
2: Eric, Eric is big on the garden party, so <laughs> got it.
0: Well, I just, well, I, just, I just,
3: it's interesting. So, I I, so just, I,
0: I just don't want you cleaning up
3: mustard off of your eyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, for sure. There's probably, you know, you can have a pretty good sized party on there. And it does, even have a fair bit of geography at the backyard. So uh, I did move back to where my kids are, and there's a fellow next door has got the speakers and lights, so I. I wouldn't want to lose that competition, maybe. So that may be this year's improvement is an astro surf for sure. Because <clears throat> it is, it's dead level. You have like an open surface, right? So you could, you could do whatever you want. You could have a little putting green on there if you want to see it with the holes. A bit. But,
0: oh, uh, Mike, Mike just turned up a little bit on that yeah.
2: one. You got Mike's attention.
1: Uh, it also seems like it yeah. would lend itself really well to a killer slip and slide.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to be worried about helicopters landing now in that
3: airstrip. It's uh, the thing is it is a dead level, so the other option it's forty feet. So I think the little little guys, my oldest boys, geez, I don't know. I think they're pitching from forty two now, but uh, they start out around thirty six feet. So you can use it as a full batting cage if you want. I haven't. The netting is one thing as well. I haven't quite packed on there yet. Just haven't got around to it, but uh, that'll be the next upgrade. So, like, we you can use it as a We gauge.
0: were talking earlier, I mean, with the synthetic ice, um, if it's perfectly level, how does that work with drainage, then? Do you have to go in and squeegee
3: it? You really should, yeah. get pockets. the pocket. uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, um, I think as I, so I'm just rebuilding it because I've moved, and I think I would go kind of an inch off level, if that makes sense. Yep. Uh, just to kind of mask it, because surely really old 40 foot second, I kind of notice an inch, but you are correct. Uh, certain areas, and it's not perfect. I just had it done by a guy who does decks for a living. So it was. I was impressed at his, how level he got it. But uh, cause you got to go in. Like I went and individually leveled up the individual deck blocks, and then he did the surface once he got it all done. So um, you can get a little bit of water sitting. Uh, and that does help. Like if you have water on the surface and you skate around and move it around. Oh. Uh, it does improve the, the the skating a little bit for sure.
1: Does does the heat affect this at all? Like, do they warp at all?
3: Um, not so far by any stretch. Like I said, they're trying to give you a good example of the, the amount of like just how strong and hard they are. And I think what's happened is as they added this lubricating polymer. They must put it in some kind of a, I'm not a plastic guy, but they must put a lot of pressure, on like press, press the sheets together. Oh, sure. um, because there's a lot of strength. Like, I mean, you've all seen a studded wall. It's a 24 foot center I had on the platform guys. And, uh, like I said, my little guy, it's not that he was 50 40 pounds or 50 pounds. It's on a skate blade. Your, your pounds per square inch is pretty high, right? On a blade. Uh, and there was very little warping, very little movement, just, uh, I put a subsurface down after the fact to stabilize it a bit, but no. In terms of having it sit and warp, just sitting there in the sun, uh, it's white. I forget my rules, but doesn't white? Um, I think it it rejects all light and black it, I think is so. There's there's no warping from the sun, which is always at risk if you get big old area Because of the color, the tiles are in very good shape, for so minimal warping.
0: Do your do your do your kids still have? Skating parties in the summer, as much as they do in the winter, is it like a year-round skate at your place now?
3: Uh, it will be. Uh, I'm glad you asked that. There's been some kid gap time because of pandemic and some family challenges and changes, but uh, that would be something that I never really even thought about. But uh, yes, that'll be happening. I'm sure. And uh, it's. Uh, it opened up a couple of like shooting facilities in the city near where I live. That's where I kind of got the idea. And so uh, that's where I found this ice surface in the first place. And it's kind of a, you forget that how bonding the sport of hockey is, right? At least in this country, I'm sure you guys are, the I mean, University of Wisconsin Badgers is a, well, they have a pretty prolific uh, hockey program, their men's hockey program. Best in the world.
2: <laughs> we, we've got a good <laughs> hockey culture in Wisconsin. Probably the best hockey culture <laughs> for a state that doesn't have an NHL team <laughs> in
3: the country. <laughs> Yeah, I never thought. Now, what are you guys? You're close to Chicago, right? That'd be your closest pro rink?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Two ish hours from Chicago. Now
0: yeah, we roof we roof, yeah, we go. roof for Nashville though because our our minor league team feeds the Nashville Predators. Yeah, so. the Admiral.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You. Uh, I, I bring it up for the following reason. I'll kind of lay it out to you. So I bought a phone bill for Milwaukee. Wisconsin. Oh, all right. good. Oh. So I I've been there. Okay, uh, it's a lot further north. Uh, I bring it up because uh, I've got a kind of a distance. I don't know, he played for the Admirals. He just, yeah, I think he's done now. Ryan Ellis. He, uh, yeah, I think he played for him because my uh, my aunt said to me when he got drafted, she said, "Jerry, I don't think he's going to do anything. He'll probably play in the Milwaukee in the AHL, and that'll be it." And uh, here we are, uh, whatever, six hundred games later. Uh, in fact, when I finished that rink. Uh, I had it done just in time for my boys and I to come back from watching them play in the winter classic in Dallas, uh, in 2020 before everything shut down. So, oh, nice. so what I'm getting at is ho- hockey brings people together. And that's, uh, kind of the reason the thing's there in the first place, right. Is to get, uh, keep them involved and keep them out of trouble. And, uh, yeah, there'll be some fun I had for sure. My little guy's 12th birthday. He had a couple of his teammates over and, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, even, the uh, one thing, the one kid was a goaltender, mm-hmm. and uh, I was quite impressed with a uh, goalie's ability to maneuver. I mean, you can't slide on his pads as well, right? But yeah. uh, for the most part, he learned a lot about positional play on the surface. Very nice.
0: All right. Well, we, uh, Hey, we, we appreciate having you on today. Uh, we are going to wrap it up with five questions that we try to ask all of our guests. Yep. Uh so we're gonna fire away. Uh wh- what was your jersey number and why?
3: My jersey number was number ten. Uh it was number ten because uh my brother was a goaltender. What? And yeah, he's not normal, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> <And> recurring theme. <laughs> <laughs> the best D man on his team is a gentleman named Lloyd, and Dan Lloyd had the most punishing slap shot there was, but, uh, yeah, that's why I was number 10. <laughs> right. so by, by the time I got actually, I think they, yeah, they'd won a championship before I got playing. So I, whatever, we travel over the time with people, right? So I got to know them pretty good. So Very nice. that's what you wore. so that's what I wore. All right.
0: Uh, describe your rink in three words. Uh, it's appealing, it's interesting,
3: and it's definitely different.
0: All right, all right, all right. One tip you want to give a new rink builder other than
3: slope? Absolutely must have hot to warm water available. No
2: question. Jimmy, you got hot water in? I use
3: cold water. Yeah.
2: Hot's available, but I, I get along just fine with cold. All right. All right. Uh, when you're alone
0: on your rink, describe that feeling.
3: You're grounded. All right, all right. I'm not, f- not by your
0: parents
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're referring to shovel the snow off now right i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: follow this up because um last week we had another canadian on, and i i, I don't want to you know i might have put my foot in my mouth with this but uh when you're when you're done out there looking at your rink in the winter are you drinking a molson or is that just a stereotype of all canadians
3: Ah, uh, you would be hard-pressed to find me having a beer. I would be having a canadian distilled whiskey and probably a Diet Coke.
2: Ooh, right. All right, all right.
0: Yeah. All right, that's in that's in the wheelhouse.
2: I'm getting a theme, though, with, their, right. with our Canadian friends. It's not about the beer. <laughs> it's, it's not about, about beer. The, it's about the liquor. All right, I can get on board with that.
3: In fact, fellas, I would add that I went to see some family over Christmas, and I'm now a moderately, lar- well, moderate, Bourbon drinker because I was told about it. But that's your version of whiskey, of mine, I
2: Yeah, that's the American version of whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good on you. All right. There you
0: go. Last one. If heaven exists, when you get to that ODR up there, what do you want God to say to you?
3: It's worth the effort, and good things start right here.
0: Very nice. Very nice, Gary. We want to say thank you for being on the episode this week. Uh you are the first one we've had on that said synthetic ice so i feel like we might have to have you back on if we have any other questions about synthetic
3: ice my pleasure fellas. i got uh yeah time, and uh there's lots more around but uh, we've got a global uh climate change that's happening for sure so no problem
0: that might be the way to go then yep all right thanks buddy thank you
3: good to meet you fellas and great to chat bye take bye. care bye, bye. That's interesting.
2: I, I like the year-round aspect. I mean, that's I, the yeah, most frustrating yeah. <clears throat> thing to me is, you, you know, <clears throat> the winter, you know, it gets to where it's not cold enough to skate, but you still got another couple of weeks because you got to wait for it to fully thaw before you can drain it. And then it's just a, such a waste of space for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah. If, I guess if you have the space and you're going to make the effort, why not make it year-round? Yeah. Right. Is that, now I feel like now this brings in, can you curl on synthetic?
2: Um, no, the, the glide properties, I don't think are conducive. You don't think they're the same? I don't.
1: You don't, but you don't think it's just another spray of WD-40 on the bottom <laughs> of the Well, a, I mean, the that's going crazy, but I, what if, you know, the slip just and
2: slide pebbles. ideas. Yeah. It's, you do like a slip of... I'd know.
0: like the synthetic, but I think I'd still want to freeze it over the
1: winter.
2: Yeah. Yeah? I think so. I think so, too.
1: Like, isn't that part of fundamental hockey is like you have to be kind of cold and miserable?
2: <laughs> cold and miserable is not how i would describe it but there's just something about that feeling of ice and
1: i don't play hockey i'm just spitballing here
2: yeah no I, I, there's something about the feeling of real ice and it, it, just no substitute for the being able to feel it
0: but i think having that if your setup was still there in the summer yeah and you could still go out and skate right now i think that, there, there's something about that
2: yeah. well
1: it, it seems it's super interesting that it's it's almost like a, a superior training aid. It's almost like running on sand yeah you know if you yeah. have to if you have to push harder to glide more
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you're ultimately you know gliding less yeah no it seems uh, yeah it seems like swinging a weighted bat all the time
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm
2: you think your wife would let you put a synthetic rink in the yard?
1: I mean, we really don't use it for anything else yeah all right I, I guess that's the. You, you, it's not going to take up space for like the, well, the eyeball court?
0: I, well, I already know we're only getting one rink. There's not two. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That
2: half curling rink? It's not happening. That's not. Thumbs down, so.
1: down on that, that one? Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. I know.
2: You have to get Chris Hegman back on the show and talk him into it. Chris, I know you're listening. The curling rink is in your yard next year. It
0: is, yeah. If we can figure out a way to pebble synthetic ice,
2: it might be the way to go can't get on board with that one. Is it, would it be, <laughs> you're <laughs> losing me there. Would it be
1: like waxing a skateboard or, or a surfboard? Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Or does wax keep you Wax
2: keeps planted? you on it.
1: Yeah. It okay. keeps you from sliding off. I feel like we need it. to now... I, I feel like I'm, I'm being exposed. I don't know anything that I'm talking about. But I would yeah. like...
0: No, I feel like now we need to find somebody who knows about... There's gotta... There, somebody has to be curling on synthetic eyes. Or if not, like... Why are they not? Trademark it now. Yeah. Right, Spoiler
2: re- alert, it's the glide.
0: We have four Canadians now at our in our in our hip pocket, so we need to reach back out. And yeah.
2: yeah,
1: all these resources.
2: Have music. a round table discussion
0: How about synthetic curling. Done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man?
2: Uh, I think yeah, I think we're good. Yeah.
0: That's we're good. Awesome. I mean, we covered synthetic guys First time we've done that. Right? Yeah.
1: Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking it podcast. It is. Thumbs up, boys. All right, man.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Episode 22. I'm Eric. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Peace out,
1: guys.